Well, look at this. You're here and I'm pleased because I really dig your company. Hey guys, it's me, Danny, and you're listening to the Just Saying Podcast. But 
those mistakes were made at the expense of other people, and I promise you, like, woo, child. No, I would not have. I I would not have wanted to be in a relationship with him. I I completely 100% understand why his marriage failed. I completely 100% understand why his second marriage would would have failed. And I, but I do I do appreciate the growth that he was able to show in the in this uh, book. So if you haven't had it, if you don't, if you if you haven't thought about reading it, I would. If you're here, you're one of my people. You rock on this team. I would highly recommend that you um, get this book. It's called Will. I know people who have read the hard cover of it, and they they too say that it is a wonderful read. So either way that you do it, jump in and go ahead on and get that because the because Will Smith is a great motivational speaker and because since he is a great motivational speaker, the 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 way the messages are delivered are great. And so, you know, if, if you're really trying to learn something, if you really want to know something, then this would be a good book suggestion for you. We're gonna we're gonna keep on moving with the Will Smith plan and um talk about this. On Disney, the Disney Plus app, you know, because I stream everything, on Disney they have a National Geographic show that is called Welcome to Earth. It is starring Will Smith. And when I tell you this thing, for me, for me, I, I don't know. I'm one of those people who really is always looking for, like, the lesson about people and Again, like I said, Will Smith is a wonderful uh, motivational speaker. So for me, this was moving. Like, it was moving. Like, there were times literally when I was ready to cry because of how things relate. Because I am on a mission right now to um, transform my life, you know, to, to, to do more. I've been given an opportunity of a second chance of life. You know, they say you get a second chance when you almost die. And... Um, we know we talked about this. It's been years now. It's, it's been two years now since that, you know, that incident. And I have been trying to figure out what am I supposed to be doing, what am I supposed to be doing. And I have literally been changing so many things about myself that this also, you know, told me, like, okay, you ain't, you, like, you're doing changing, but you ain't doing enough. You know, you haven't, you're not moving enough. And so, just the lessons in this, but if you're not getting it, if you're not watching it for the lessons, if you're watching it just to see where he goes and what he does, completely amazing. Like, these are, these are the things that he is, is doing in this show. It's six episodes. Um, I think they're about 30, 40 minutes long. They're not that long, I don't think, but they, it, you learn so much in it, literally. You learn so much in it. And so, um, because you're learning so much in it, he goes to all these places that you're not going to get access to. Like, my man going into the volcano. Like, not all the way in, but he 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 damn close. Like, let me just put it that way. My man is in a cave, underwater, diving. Like, it's stuff that you just can't do. Like, you're not going to be able to be like, oh, I could do that. No, you can't. You can't. You can't afford to do that. Um. Because National Geographic said to take my man to these things. I mean, he he could afford to go, but you still got to, you 
you know, get the access and all of that stuff. But amazing. This ain't got nothing to do with when my man was, uh, you know, skydiving. I mean, jumping out of a um, plane for his birthday. It don't even have nothing to do with none of that. The lessons in these things are amazing. So if you, if you um, didn't even know about it, you know now. And um, I, I thought I was going to have to sneeze, y'all. Sorry. Uh, if you didn't know about it, you know now. Get on that Disney Plus app and watch these things. I promise you they're going to move you. If, if they don't move you, call me. And I'll explain it to you in a different way so that you can move, get moved. Because I, I really was um, motivated to, um, you know, push past some things. One of the things that I really love is when I see people talk about and then actually do the thing where they are speaking about, uh, you know, when you feel afraid and walking with that fear and then finding yourself on the other side of it and will smith talks about this a lot through this uh this series and it has definitely motivated me to number one be for real in identifying what my fears are because so a lot of times i feel like we don't even try to identify our fears so that we never have to really face them you know people be like oh i'm afraid of heights that's cool you ain't never going up in no no high stuff so you don't even really know if you're afraid of it. You're afraid of finding out if you're afraid of it, you know. And I feel like you should go go ahead on and, and find out. Like a lot of us, you know, we create fears and we create uh, memories that cause us to think we have fears based off of things that we've heard, not really things that we've experienced, you know. And I just know that, now I want to identify what my fears are so that I can start targeting and tackling them. Because one of the things that I have realized is that the only thing you really have to conquer is yourself. You are the reason why you are you believe that you have fears. And so if you can conquer yourself, you can conquer the things. And I am ready to conquer me. Like, I have been a mountain up in front of myself for so long that I am so done with being a mountain in front of myself and then, and then allowing myself to um, let others take the blame for that, like being like, oh, these people ain't going to like what I'm doing. So what? Those people like me, I got to do what I got to do, and there's always going to be some people who will like what I'm doing. And so I have to, you know, just, that's just one example. But, like, I know that I have been one of those people who have been allowing others to take the blame for for me not not. Uh, maximizing my greatness because I've been allowing fear to take the face of people. Oh, look, I said I needed to identify my fears. I found one. I found one. And this is why I love, like, my thought. I love that y'all here because I'm hoping that y'all kind of think in the same way where you're like, oh, I didn't think about that. No, it's like, aha, that's one right there. So, yeah. Get into that um, episode, six seri- um, episode series called Welcome to Earth, Disney Plus. I don't think you're going to be able to find it nowhere else. I don't even think that's on YouTube yet because it literally just came out a couple days ago. So you want to you wanna go ahead on and watch that. And like I said, if you ain't moved, if this don't make you want to change something, if it doesn't make you look at, at the world differently when you're outside, cause that's another thing that happened with this. After I watch it, I watch it in two days, 
um, over the weekend. I did binge it. Uh, and um, like I said, a day like 30-minute episode, so it wasn't that long. Yes, I gave gave up my three hours over the weekend. I did other stuff. I was outside, but I did watch that. Um, when I went outside, though, after watching a couple episodes and I went outside, I, I definitely did see the world differently. It impacted me in that way that I already was looking at listening to smelling the world differently when you watch it you'll understand it. it it does talk about our senses and things like that and so it just changes if you want to be changed you will be changed that's all i can say turn it on let me know Okay, I know that we went in on my man Nick Cannon about having all these babies with these different women, but we need to go ahead on and send our thoughts and prayers up on his behalf because he just let um, he let it be known on his talk show that he his youngest child passed away from brain cancer. This baby was like five months old. He was not even, he had not lived a year yet. His name was Zen. Um, And Zen passed away. They noticed some things. And um, unfortunately, the cancer spread and got to him really quickly. And he did not make it. I know personally, I have questioned Nick Cannon's, you know, intentions as far as, you know, um, creating children in multiple households and all those types of things. But as a parent, my heart goes out 100%. Um, I have have not birthed a child and lost a child, Um, and so I do not know what that feels like. However, I am a parent, and I, the imagination that the, the thought in, in the imagination of what it would be like to have lost one of my children is too horrific to even think that I understand his pain. But I would like for you all to, um, you know, just take a moment for him. And if you like, you can go on to YouTube. The video is up of him explaining the, how that um, process happened for he and his um, child's mother, the mother of his child, um, and the experience that they went through. Y'all, we never know what people are going through. Like, it's always stuff because, like, you know, he still had lots of things that needed to be done, and and you know, he's responsible for, you know, the careers of lots of people. And so, when he, you know, just having to deal with all of that in the midst of all that he had going has going on, <sighs> even now, just you know, makes my heart a little heavy. But I do find. I do appreciate that he that Nick took the time to, you know, reveal that bit of information to everyone. Um, I think that at some point you would have to, like we all, as as a as a world, we all knew that he had children. And then if you see him posting a bunch of his kids and never posting just one child, everybody would be going, well, what about that one baby? So you know, of course there there some type of something would have gone out. But I think that it speaks to the man that he is, that he decided to not just put out like a quick little press press, uh, press release or to have TMZ 
throw the story up there real quick. He did it in his own way to honor his child and the mother of his child to let that story be honored in such a way I think is um, wonderful. And it speaks to, it may speak to the type of man that Nick Cannon is when women are involved with him, which may be why women are, you know, <laughs> susceptible to becoming mothers to the children that he fathers. I don't know. But either way, take a moment for Nick Cannon and that the family. I mean, there's there's a lot of other children that he has. I think he has like five kids total, I think. I don't know. But all of the children were also affected. I mean, they all knew that this was their sibling. They all now know that their sibling has passed. So it's a lot going on. The mothers had to deal, all the different mothers had to deal with their children's grief and all of that, you know, and Nick Cannon has to not only deal with his own grief, but he also has to, you know, speak to and handle his children's grief over different households as well. So it's a lot going on over there. And um, while he still runs a production company and music and all of the things that he does over there um, on his side of town. So I just, my heart goes out. All right, a while, a while back on Netflix, there was a documentary about Clarence Avant. They call, I, I believe that um, the documentary is also named this. They call him the godfather of black music. If you haven't seen the documentary, I would um, definitely encourage you to go watch it. It's on Netflix. It is amazing. His, he had his hand in everything that has to do with black black music. Like, seriously, you just you should watch it. Um, the reason why I'm bringing it up right now is that um, his wife was murdered recently. Um in their home, it was a home invasion. She was 81 years old. Clarence is about 80 something himself, and um, there just was there just was. It doesn't make sense that um, these people broke. Some people broke into their house. Clarence was there as well, and something happened, and they ended up murdering his wife. Her name is Jack Jacqueline Avant. Um, they are also, their daughter is also married to the co-CEO of Netflix. So, you know, it's just a lot of money rolling around there. But, like, they're 80 years old. They don't got money sitting on, you know, in a purse somewhere. It just, it, it, it's strange. Now, what I do know is that there have been, I have been, you know, hearing about a lot of home invasions and attempted home invasions going on in, like, L.A. and everything. I believe they were in L.A. I, honestly, I don't know. Um, but the, there have been a, a lot of home invasions going on lately in a lot of celebrity homes and break-ins and things like that in a lot of celebrity homes right in through now. You know, a lot of people don't have jobs. A lot of people don't have money. And these celebrities are making a lot of money in this time right now. Like, we're giving a lot of money to, to celebrities. I know I have given, you know, a $5 here, a $15 here, $20 to watch this show, $22 to watch this comedy special. Like, I've, I've, I feel like I've spent a considerable amount of money. And I can tell you for a good part of 2021, I did not have a um, – conventional job and I was still <laughs> I was still out here giving out money to the celebrities right even if they were like C-list celebrities I was giving out some money so I don't know I think you know people are taking it to the streets in a way that's just disrespectful I don't respect none of it I don't like none of it and what I from what I understand the man who uh murdered Jacqueline it was arrested I don't know if it was just one person 
arrested and has been charged with this crime. So, but there are other people who are still out here and they doing that kind of stuff and it ain't cool. And I know we might feel like, well, why wouldn't they, you know, where's security? I don't know. I don't know where the house was. I don't know if it was behind the gate fence. I don't know if people have figured out how to get behind the gates or whatever. But either way, it's an 81-year-old woman who was murdered. And when I think, like, my grandma's in her 80s, and she be chilling, sitting at the in the house, not alone 90% of the time. But, like, I can't imagine somebody just coming in the house on her. What? There ain't no reason. I, I Like, nobody could be like, well, why didn't she have that or log? Well, why wasn't she in a better community? Well, why was she in a liberal? Like, well, who cares? Why did somebody go in her house is the question. Why would somebody think they could go in the house? No matter what the security is, why would you think that you could go in her house? In their house? Nothing in there belong to you. Nothing. Even if you feel like somebody owe you money, that money ain't in there, so nothing in that house belongs to you. And so I just, you know, again, my heart, I, I know I'm giving y'all heavy. I'm giving heavy, heavy. You got so heavy on me. I know I'm giving y'all heavy, but y'all, first of all, check out the um, documentary because it's dope. Um, and then, you know, again, my heart go out. It's, it's, it's just getting out of control. I don't know what's going on here, but, like, a lot of celebrities are getting hit. So, mm. Y'all know that I have been talking about Jesse Smollett's raggedy self for a minute. When the tape first came out and then they were saying that, you know, all the stuff. I don't even remember what side I was on, to be honest with you. And no, I did not go back and listen to not one episode to tell you whether or not I believed that man. I think that I felt sketchy all the time about him um, and this story because a lot of it just didn't make sense. But they didn't went to trial. I think this thing happened like two years ago, something like that, maybe three years ago. Who knows? But they don't want the trial. And I could tell you this. I could tell you this. Everything about that trial was messy. Everything about that trial was messy. But first of all, let me say that a lot of people keep being like, oh, this is a mess because Jesse Smollett had the police wasting their time and money and energy like that. And white women do that all the time, for real. White women do that all the time, and they ain't never charged with um, whatever that whatever the count is that they gave Jesse about that. White women do it all the time, wasting uh, money, having the police come out and investigating some nonsense because they just want to white women out, cry and lie about a bunch of stuff. So you know, I just think that's a a bogus charge there, even though you know Jesse messy okay then there was i believe that jesse said that at some point he was involved with the prosecutor or somebody he knows stuff with the prosecutor and so he wanted them to get off the case or something i don't know it was messy then it came out that um they jesse and one of the guys that is accused of um actually like one of his trainers <laughs> was having a um a couple of encounters, okay, that they had been hooking up together a couple of times. And so people trying to say, like, Jesse was using his power, I guess, over these people, and it was just like, no, we was chilling, we was together, they was in on it with me. Because now they're saying that there's also video footage of these dudes 
practicing the crime. Because if you don't know, what happened was, let me just take you back. There was a, a while ago, Jesse Smollett had reported that a crime had occurred where um, what the story was is that he was going to Subway in Chicago at like 3 o'clock in the morning. Why? I don't know. Subway ain't 3 o'clock in the morning. Delicious. But anyway, this man was supposed to be walking to the Subway's Store to get a sandwich, and he was accosted by two racist people who started screaming like um, MAGA or White Lives Matter, All Lives Matter, or some nonsense. They had on MAGA hats, and they put a noose around his neck and beat him up a little bit or whatever, and I think they stole some money. I don't know. Something like that. That was the story. Then we got, everybody was like, oh my gosh, Jesse, Jesse out here getting their you know, uh, racially um, abused or whatever, I don't know. And then there was, like, a story that said, like, you know, it looked like it looked like these two Nigerian dudes did it. There was footage on the street um, of what happened. And then it just looked like nobody, um, nobody put a noose around your neck, Jesse, because, yeah, like, all of that, because... It was basically like when the police showed up to take the report, Jesse still had the noose around his neck for what reason, I don't know, but he kept it around his neck. And so they was like, nobody even put the noose around his neck, said, like, what's going on? And then people started saying, oh, th those are his bodyguards that beat him up. And then it was like, oh, no, were they trying to extort money? Oh, no, or like, you know, what, what's, what's going on here? Why would they beat him up? And, and it, you know, people were like, no, those are his bodyguards. Like, those go what is going on? And so everybody was saying, this is fake, this is fake. Jesse was on the news or being on reports, whatever, talking about he the Tupac of homosexuality or some nonsense. And everybody was like, what the hell are you talking about, Jesse? You ain't never, we ain't really heard you ride for black people until up until now anyway or whatever. How you the Tupac or something? I don't know. Like, he just started saying and doing nonsense. And um, it just was a lot going on. So when the tapes came out that it looked like it was these two bodyguards of his and everybody was like well what's that about and then of course then it started being all of this oh he must have been in on it and he was all still sticking to the day somebody attacked me story then now it's coming out that there's tape of them re rehearsing this so-called um attack and it, it just looked bad it looked really really bad and Everybody was just like, Jesse, what's going on here? Well, moving forward, the jury didn't convict him, my man. He is convicted. I, I I just feel like I just feel like, Jesse, what are you doing with your life? Because this this look this is bad, bro. This is bad. Um I'm trying to find out what the um thing was oh and also let me tell you that jesse was trying to say that he would have never even been out in the street at that time of the day to go try to get a subway sandwich if it hadn't been a fact for the fact that lee daniels called him fat and that stressed him out it just was a lot of stuff going on um he was convicted of falsely reporting that he was a victim of a racist and homophobic attack um they're trying to, they're going to, they haven't had sentencing. The sentencing will happen in a couple of weeks um, to see if he's going to, you know, do some prison time or anything like that. 
I don't think that he's going to actually end up doing any prison time. It's really just a this really a conviction of um, uh, reporting a false, making a false report. Um, I think that um, I think that it 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 doesn't seem like it should have gone this far, but I think it was because of the way that Jesse really was doubling down and acting like this really did happen to him when there's just so many things that look like, no, it didn't, and you created this yourself. Um, it's, they're saying that this is one of the lowest level of felony offenses, and he doesn't have any prior felony convictions, so he's probably not going to... Um, He's probably not going to spend any time there. They also said that he's going to appeal the verdict, okay? But people keep on saying that um, nobody really does jail time for this anyway. He was also convicted of five counts of disorderly conduct, which they say sentence is could carry up to three years in prison, but you people typically don't even do that either. I think this really was just the fact that Jesse doubled down on the racism and hate crimes, and, I mean, homophobia, and that, you know, he was making it seem like this was a horrible thing. And then, of course, Chicago didn't need to, to have a claim of fame of any other notorious situations going on, so they went hard on my man when he should have just, you know, said, shut up. Um, they said that there was a time years ago when he was convicted of making a false claim um, and um, making false statements when he was trying to, uh, when he got caught driving without a driver's license. And they said he was under the influence. I don't know under the influence of what, but in the trial, Jesse did say that the the um, bodyguards were also the people who would go and get drugs for him. So he is admitting that he is a drug addict. He is also admitting that he was sleeping with at least one of the guys, not sleeping with, but he has had sexual interactions with one of the guys. And so it just it just was very messy. It was very messy. And I don't think that my man's really thought through all of the ramifications of what was going to happen if he did this. Um, I don't know. Some people were speculating that, some people were speculating that, you know, he thought maybe he thought this was going to help him in his position on Empire. Empire is now over. I do think that Jesse Smollett's um, case hurt the show. And, uh, you know, so people really didn't want to be involved with, with him and the show and, you know, Lee Daniels' name and all of that stuff at the time. So uh, this was before COVID. This thing definitely did happen before COVID hit. And, um, and so I so this had to be 2019. And so, you know, I just think that he he just he messed up the game. Like he really did. He messed up the game and <laughs> it's just ugly out here. Jesse, I hope that you don't go to jail. I do think you're messy. I do think you need to sit it on down. I I also feel like you did think that you were bigger than you were as far as celebrity and forgot about yourself. Plus, you know, drugs is a powerful thing, you know. Like, <laughs> ain't that what Rick James said, something like that. Um, and so I think that this man was on drugs and, and made some poor decisions. And because of that, here we are, looking at his messiness 
on the TV, and it just, I hope that this is the end of this. I hope that we find some kind of community service. He got to go to some kind of classes. He got to give back in some way. Definitely going to be a fine. My man going to pay some money. He's not really paying for these lawyers. He's also going to pay some money to the city of Chicago and um, for wasting their day going time. And I don't know what's going to happen with these with these uh, bodyguards of his, but it seems like they both they both sides are trying to throw each other under the bus. So it's not like they about to be boys again. So I don't know, you know, I don't think that he got those bodyguards anymore. And I would be leery if some if I now if, you know if he wanted a new bodyguard. Like, bro, look what you did to your last ones. I don't know. So I don't know what's going to happen about that any at all. And is, is he gonna get? you know, any acting jobs anymore because he's messy. And I will say this, too. I, I This is a little bit off subject, but, like, it seems like anybody who get involved with Lee Daniels, there's always some mess going on with that dude. Like, Lee Daniels' name for me says messy. I don't know about y'all, but wasn't Lee Daniels the person – who was also, you know, in the part of the feud with Monique. And then wasn't there something with him and, I believe, um, Dame Dash? Um, I don't really know. I believe so. This is all speculation. This is all just, you know, my thoughts. So it's not, don't take any of it for fact. You know, I'm just saying that I believe that Lee Daniels is a messy little something. And if, if Lee Daniels is involved in it, it's probably messy. That's all I could say. I don't know if he ever right or if he ever wrong. I don't know. But I know that just always, it, it, it seems like there's mess involved around the, the name Lee Daniels. So I don't know. Uh, but I don't know if Jesse's going to be able to act again because who, you know, he's, my man's just seen the Lord. I think what they need to do is send him to some rehab. He needs to go to a rehab and try to get off of whatever he on. I don't even know what he's on. So, you know, I don't even know what that's going to look like, what the recovery on that's going to look like. Because if he already was convicted before of um, driving under the influence and they're not saying what it was, and I don't believe that they said what kind of drugs that he was on that the bodyguards were going to go get for him. Um, and during a trial, I don't, not, I don't know it. If they did say it, I don't know it. But he is admitted, he has admitted that he does do drugs. And I don't know people, I know that people try to say that they do drugs and they ain't addicted, but I ain't never met one. Period on that. <laughs> I ain't never met one. So, you know, hey, I don't know. But, you know, I think this is just a lesson in you the ramifications of what you're trying to do when you're trying to do messy things to, like, make yourself look good, they don't ever make you look You look bad. You are, you really be out here looking bad, and people will turn, and they're not taking the blame for you. These people, these, these guys, these uh, these uh, bodyguards of his, they are not holding loyal to my man. And I don't know if that's because he has not been holding loyal to them first. I don't know who went first on the loyalty a ain't real out here in these streets, um, but they definitely, there was definitely something that happened, and they all was just like, no, nah, not I said the cat. Like, they, nobody is holding down the fort on nobody. So, like, 
and you gotta take that into account because you you really do be thinking you know people and like these two I don't know how close they were I don't know how close he and the two brothers I believe they're brothers the bodyguards I don't I don't know how close they were but like you be thinking you know people because you spend a lot of time with them and things you don't know them especially when like you know when when the shits go down you do not be known you do not know at all what 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 somebody's really going to be willing to do so you know Jesse out here and, and I I promise you this. You really ain't my friend if you want me to, to go in on a scheme like this. I don't know if you are my friend if I if you ask me to go in on a scheme like this. Especially, I will definitely 100% without a doubt, shadow of a doubt say that you are not my friend. If once people get caught, you try to let me take the blame. And you want, you want to be the victor in all of this, and I'm supposed to look bad. I probably myself would be like, no, nah, dog, we all in it. We all in this together. I don't know the rest of that song. That's all I know. So that's how you can get on that. But, um, yeah, we all in it. We all, mm-mm, we all in it. We are all in it. This ain't set it off where I'm watching Vivica out the, the uh, window as Jada while I go ahead on a ride on this bus. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. Soon as I'm Vivica looking at Jada, I'm like, and that chick on the bus, she over there, because I know I'm going to die. Everybody's on. Like that's just how it's gonna be. Sorry, we all did this crime. So I gotta die. You gotta die. Everybody else died. That's how it's gonna be. We all we we did today. You ain't getting to cut off braids in Havana or wherever the hell she went to. Like, mm 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 mm. Tell it. So, hopefully this is the end of this, because it's not, though, because we still got to wait for sentencing, so I don't even know why I said that, but hopefully it come up soon, like, hopefully this is, oh, we need to wrap this up, we need to wrap up this R. Kelly thing, because my man ain't been sentenced yet either, I think that don't happen until, like, April, uh, May or March or something, like, we need to wrap up these celebrities and this nonsense we got going on with them, so that we keep on moving and, you know, have a prosperous 2022. But we're going to creep on into that. And that's going to take me to the next thing. Y'all, we only got a couple of days left in this year. Let's just go ahead on and slowly enjoy them. Because what happened in 2019 and 2020 is everybody was trying to race out of them years. And then we raced ourselves into these time warps of nonsense and sicknesses and illnesses and everything. Let's creep, let's creep and let's take every day and smell the roses. Smell the crinkle leaves if you up north, if you in the northeast, because that's what's going on here. We got crinkly leaves going on everywhere. Smell whatever kind of trees y'all got going on. Smell the air. Take your time. Tell somebody you love them. Be intentional with your days because we do not need to try to fly into next year. We need to go slow. We need to go slow because we tried to run out of last year and look what it brought us, a new variant. We don't need no more. We just need to go slow. Let's take it easy in the 2022. Let's tiptoe up in that mug and be like, hey, girl, uh, I heard you was over here. No, let's not run into the room. Everybody acting like it's free chicken on free chicken KFC day. Remember when they used to do that? They used to do that in my city. It was like free chicken, and it'd be like lines of people trying to get legs from the, K- <laughs> from the KMC. Anyway, 
anyway, y'all, I don't got nothing else to talk about. I think that's about it. Um, but, uh, yeah, we're coming to the end of the year, so we're going to have to start talking about what our intentions are for next year. I hope you're thinking about that because you should be planning for what you would like for your year to look like or, or what you would like for the first quarter of the year to look like. You don't got to go for the whole year. That's a lot, 12 months. You don't got to do that because life going life, and we're going to have to shift and change. But, but we should really be starting to talk about the intentions of next year. And I think we're just going to do, like, a recap of what happened this year and um, everything like that because, like I said, it's the end of the year, and a lot of y'all podcasts is just about to take a break because they want to take, you know, that week off for Christmas and New Year's, New Year's Eve and whatnot. So um, we'll see what happens because, like I said, life be life, and I'm out here trying to survive and flourish and grow. And I hope that you guys are doing the same. Um, I know the holidays um, are a tough time for lots of people, and so my heart go out to you, and I would definitely encourage you to reach out to somebody. Don't sit in it alone. Um, you are not alone in your feelings. You are not alone in your thoughts. And, and honestly, you are not alone in your loneliness when you're feeling that way, too. There are so many more of us out here who feel the same, and so there is community for you. So reach out. Let somebody know that you're feeling away, you know, and, and trust yourself that they can comfort you uh, at least a little bit, you know, and, let, and letting them know if your struggle is not comforting, you might want to put that on your list of intentions is to, you know, release that circle because you should be doing that. Um, you know, at least put it on. If, if nothing else, you can put it on social media and ask some people to pray for you if that's how you, you know, if that's how you rock out with your spirituality or ask people to do whatever you need and give you an encouraging word, anything like that. People are there. People understand how you feel. But if you don't tell anybody you feel that way, nobody can try to comfort you. So um, I am there for you. I feel, I feel you. I support you. And I love you. That's why I come back time and time again. I believe you love me too. That's why you come back time and time again. And I forever and always am grateful that we are here, that we show up in this space together. Um, so thank you for that again. But I'm about to go out here and get amongst these crunchy leaves right quick because I need to feel a little bit of crisp air on my skin, a uh, little sunshine on my skin before I got to, you know, clock in for the people who pay me. <laughs> and don't forget, you know, I'm on social media. You know, I'm over there on TikTok. There's a lot of TikToks going up over there. Um, all of that is in the show notes if you want to find me out there in these internet streets because that's where I hang out. Uh, go ahead on and find me and let me know, you know, how you 